Blog Talk Radio. Live from the Talk Radio 49 studios in Little Rock, Arkansas, it's Bad Brad Hicks, Money Mike Carnahan, and of course, the pretty boy, Sean Castleberry. It's your weekly look at humorous top headlines and current events. It's the American Idiot Show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome in on a very explosive week in news uh, over the past seven days. Lots of stuff to talk about, as you can tell for our fans that usually watch us on Facebook. We will be a little bit late on the live feed. Uh, Our co-host, Mr. Brad Hicks, had some things going on, so he's going to be a little bit late here tonight getting getting us going with the live feed. But uh, I am joined by the pretty boy, Sean Castleberry. Sean, uh, first off, I want to say condolences on uh, your situation that you let us know about this uh, earlier today. But also, I'm certainly glad you took the time to join us this week. Absolutely, absolutely. Como está, by the way? Um, hope everything is going great. Hopefully, Brad will be on here soon. We'll get that live feed because I know everybody wants to see me. Hey, that's true. They definitely don't want to see my ugly mug. But, I mean, I'm just saying, uh, you know, I had to start uh, management training on Wednesday of last week. So the uh, beard is gone. The goatee is back. Uh, obviously, Ew. I do have my head. Uh, do what? I said, ew, you got to keep that beard, dude. It hides all that ugly. Oh, that hurts my feelings, Sean. Oh, <laughs> don't even act like this face. Uh-oh, I lost you. Where you at? Oh, Sean, question. Do you have the, yeah. uh, do you have the beer can popped yet? I do. Yes, I have <laughs> one cracked open. I got, I got one in reserve. And I have a beer full, I mean a whole refrigerator full right now. Do you have a Coors Light or do you have a uh, another brand? I know last week we were doing promos for Coors Light. Yeah, yeah, I like to stick with the uh, the classics. It's a, it's a good old Coors Light. Okay, okay. Um, so any big uh, any big news on your front the past week? Uh, anything important happening in your life? Anything we need to know about? Um, not personally, but some mm-hmm. things that happened in the news recently that I think is pretty awesome, uh, just for entertainment value. Of course, today is Cindy Lopper's birthday. Happy birthday, Miss Lopper. We love her so much. Um, Michael Keaton is going to be Batman again. Did you hear that, dude? I saw that. I saw that for the first time today. So I don't know how, uh, I don't know how, uh, long that's been out, but yeah, I saw that for the first time this morning when I woke up and I was like, Damn, that's like the first time he was Batman in 96, correct? No, 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 no. He was Batman in 1989, and then again in like 91 or 92. He did the first two oh. Batman films that that uh, uh, Tim Burton directed. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, so, Sean, I don't know if you saw, but they do have – we did get the uh, link posted up for the uh, – for the live video, we should be on now. Uh, we are waiting now, Mr. Uh, Brad Hicks, to come on the air. He has some things to take care of, and he should be with us 
fairly shortly. Uh, we've got a lot We're going to the live link. We've got a ton to cover tonight uh, for this uh, for this uh, for this episode. As I'm waiting, and here we go. I'm in the show. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, watching on Facebook Live. I'm Michael Carnahan. Uh, Mr. Sean Castleberry should be along pretty quickly here, fairly quickly, I should say, and hopefully uh, we'll be able to get things rolling with uh, Mr. Bad Brad Hicks pretty quickly as well. Uh, episode. As I'm waiting, so, here we go. I'm in the show. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Let's watch him on. Let's go ahead and mute that. that. Uh, we're waiting for uh, Mr. Brad Hicks to come on. I know he should be on fairly shortly. And it looks like we have Mr. Sean Castleberry joining us. Oh, my God. Yeah. Listen at this man. Listen at this man with his technology. Now, Sean, what I'm going to need you to do, though, is you haven't muted yourself yet. So go down to the bottom of what your screen is on your phone and click that mute button for me. I got it. Awesome. Sorry about that. Oh, you're fine. I just didn't want you to hear some crazy echo or our fans at home to hear some crazy echo. But uh, definitely looking forward to an action-packed show tonight, Sean. We're t- going to be talking about something that, even though I know you're not familiar with the professional wrestling culture in America, you're, fa- you're, you're, def- you're definitely somebody that's familiar with you're definitely somebody that's familiar with these issues for uh, feminism and the things that are going yeah. on in that world. So uh, yeah. the first thing I want to ask you before we get Brad on here and get started with that, with that, the first thing I want to ask you is going and reading some of these stories and uh, yes. watching the watching the video earlier. I know earlier you told me it doesn't really surprise you uh, about the world of professional wrestling, but what does yeah. it make you? How does it make you feel when you see things like that are going on in what would be, you know, Fortune 500 companies? Well, I'm disappointed. Um, again, I'm not surprised. Uh, I, I mean, I grew up watching, you know, WWF, you know, back in the day, Mid South Wrestling here in Arkansas. I remember, you know, Hulk Hogan, the Junkyard Dog, Ted DiBiase, all those guys. My favorite was always Rowdy Roddy Piper. You know, I love that guy. Um, he was in that great movie, They Live. Um, but, you know, even even when you look back at that, you know, I know two professional wrestlers, and I have heard their stories about what the life was like. And, yeah, man, it's full of misogyny, sexism. You know, a lot of bad stuff goes on. Not all the guys that are involved in professional wrestling are bad guys, but the industry itself is pretty uh, – Pretty sexist and misogynist, and you know it's something that they need to self-regulate as quickly as possible, too. Well, one thing I'll tell you about, uh, you know, WWE, who you you know you referenced earlier in their former name WWF, they actually right. uh, have recently been in what they call a women's revolution, where they are power empowering their female talent to main event shows, things that females have never been able to do before traditionally in professional right. wrestling. Do you think that this sets that movement back, or do you think as long as they take the necessary precautions and do what's right here, which it seems like in their case they are doing, and we'll get into that when Brad comes on, but um, 
do you believe that do you believe that this is something that could actually work out for the WWE and professional wrestling as a whole? I mean, professional wrestling, WWE, uh, WCW, all that stuff is designed for men. You know, this is a men's entertainment industry. So, you know, these guys that are going out there acting super macho, beating the hell out of each other in the in the rings, you know, that's all for men's entertainment. When the women come out scandally clad, you know, and uh, you know, the, these this is these aren't your average, you know, everyday women. These are, you know, shit brick houses coming out there to, you know, put on a show for all the guys. Yeah, I see you I see you doing this. You know what I'm talking about. This was created for the guys. It's a guy's club, so will will this hold women back? No, not at all, because the women that are doing this have been a part of this. You know, they mm. signed on to do this. They they know what's expected. They know what they need to do to sell tickets and to make money. I mean, sex sells in everything, music, video, television, movies, any any sports. I mean, look at the cheerleaders, the NFL, the NBA, all that. Sex sells. Well, one of the stories, and once again, we're still waiting for our colleague to get on here, Mr. Brad Hicks, but one of the stories that is making the rounds was a story about, and you may actually be familiar with this guy growing up watching the old school National Wrestling Alliance, Mid-South, and WWF back in the day. Uh, Jim Cornette was one of the uh, surprise names that was mentioned. And they actually said uh, he ran a developmental territory for the WWF back in the, I want to say the 90s, early 2000s, called OVW, Ohio Valley Wrestling. And it came out on Thursday. He was actually one of the first names mentioned. It came out on Uh Thursday that he uh, was making the male talent sleep with his wife while he watched in order to get a spot on the show. So this isn't just females coming out. Males are also coming out. So the guy was a cock, okay? Right, right. Uh, I mean, this stuff is just, it, it, it seems like the main problem I've seen is a lot of these guys being mentioned are actually from England. Where, you know, obviously it's never good to stereotype, but you think about English and uh, British people, they're, you know, refined. British and, people. <laughs> they're refined and they're, uh, you know, they have a certain professionalism about them. But they're one of the first, the, the, the majority of these cases have come from over in England on the UK side. Okay. You don't watch a lot of BBC like I do. Um, I mean, everybody in England are, are pretty – they're pretty normal like we are. They just they, – they speak the Queen – you know, the King's English. Um, as far as being proper and refined, yeah, the royal family is. The rich people are. But everybody else is like us. You know, interesting fact, the English that we speak today is actually closer to the original English that they spoke when they colonized America. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I did not know that. I believe it. I forget which king it was, but one of the kings came out with the the king's English, and uh, that's what he wanted everyone to uh, actually speak proper English, so that they could, you know, separate separate themselves from everyone else. 
<clears throat> and of course, but, ladies uh, and gentlemen, get, get, oh, hey. sorry, sorry. I was just going to say, ladies and gentlemen, to be a part of our show tonight, you can always feel free call in three four seven nine eight nine one one seven one, and you can go ahead and uh, jump in and join the conversation. We've got a lot to get to tonight. We're going to be uh, right? showing. Uh, we're going to be showing uh, videos of interviews, especially about the speaking out. Uh, I know I've. Yep. Been sending clips all evening to uh, Mr. to go ahead and get ready for the show, uh, including a clip about Bubba Wallace. And we can do a little quick talk right. about this. We're Bubba Wallace. My goodness. The dude, first off, yesterday, and actually here comes Brad on the line. He's not on the, uh, on the live stream yet, so the fans should uh, – be seeing him shortly there on the live stream. Hey, but Mr. Brad, how are you doing tonight? That's okay. They can, they can look at me. What's going on, guys? What's going on, Brad? Oh, I've lost my headset, all kinds of shit. So I'm going to have to be muting the shit out of this phone. <laughs> you going to be cursing a few times? Well, no. I mean, I've lost the headset, the shit I did with it. So in order to put the things back where they go. No, that's true. Fuck that. I mean, I mean, I've been (laughs) married four times. I learned that after the fourth time. So yeah, put everything in its proper place. Hey, buddy. Hey, it's Brad Hicks, ladies and gentlemen. What are we eating, Brad Hicks? Fucking weenies, you dickhead. Oh, hey, there we go. They're not a sponsor of the show. I got they should be. My fat ass what, just what ate a eat? large little Caesar's pizza. I'm just saying. What are, What are you eating? I think he said Wendy's. Wendy's. Oh, Wendy's. Wendy's. Wendy's nuts are bouncing off your chin. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brad, I'm not sure if you've had a chance to speak pull out, up. Fucker, speak out. <laughs> I'm not sure if you've had a chance to pull up any of our. Uh, any of our clips yet, so uh, while we're doing that... I don't know what the fuck you sent me, bro. You sent me... You've sent me some weird shit, dude. I don't know. Well, there. Uh, if you start at the top, pretty much we're starting with the uh, hashtag speak out movement, so uh, we'll start there, Brad. Um, well, but, I mean, you sent me some pretty weird shit, dude. But, Brad, we've already been talking did about he, it. Sean, go ahead. Did you send him pictures of your peen again? <laughs> Maybe once. I just wanted to know what this bump on the left testicle was. So, so small. Very, very small. So small. So small. <laughs> Brad, uh, no, you got to blow on it to make it grow. Obviously, both me and you obviously are part of the uh, a part of the business and things like that. But Sean says it doesn't surprise him. I'm too blind to read that. Sean says it doesn't really surprise him that uh, that this is going on and this happened this past Thursday. What's your thoughts on the whole speak out movement? Man, um, can, can you hear me? First of all, yeah, yes. Let me. Well, obviously, you know, I'm not, when I say this, I don't want to act like I'm being just a a piece of shit or anything, but, you know, yeah, I mean, everybody should speak out about what they believe in, and if they feel like they've been wronged or whatever, but 
we also don't need to instantly crucify the individual that's being spoken against until we have the facts out there because, you know, the more and more that this occurs to me and, 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 and I look at like Ben Roethlisberger and I look at Kobe Bryant and I go, okay, just like with, with Byron Wilcox. Now, if you're 30 years old and you're sleeping with a 15-year-old, then you, first of all, so you've got issues. Okay. But let's just be honest. Is I, I, I believe in due process. And so I really feel like, and especially on the level that these guys are on where money's involved and things of that nature, I hope that this isn't an issue where they're going for that grief factor. And and I hope that they're I hope that they're being sincere and honest because I don't want to see anybody's career, you know, crucified over some bullshit. But I don't what? want to discredit their account either. I mean, you obviously bring we up the Sean, we did it again. What did I do again? Did they? I mean, 
You text me, holy shit. Uh, I mean, how shocking well, I guess, was I guess you that it was that home? It was different because, you know, Byron Wilcott owns main event wrestling with a pretty decent independent promotion that that travels, you know, in the state of Texas, Louisiana, and Arkansas. Um, you know, he's really good friends with a, with a guy that we know. You know, they, they run the roads together. Um, you know, so if he's openly admitting to having relationship with a 15-year-old female at the age of 30, you know, obviously I, I can't get with that. Um, that wasn't his statement. That was her statement. He hasn't, as far as I know, he's just deactivated his uh, social medias and he's gone silent. Well, and you know, I mean, not to not to accuse the man of anything, but you know, not getting out in front of it, I guess, would be an indication that he's trying to prepare the most the least damaging statement possible. I guess I don't know, um, but you know, then again, you know, being being around that environment, I, I totally can see where things like that could could occur. I mean. You know, I won't mention any other names, but there's there's people that have been put on register list for that same stuff. It happens. Exactly. It's not contained exactly. to wrestling. I mean, that pedophilia happens in society way more often than we'd like to think. I mean, you know, to catch a predator made a living, made a living for a while doing that show, doing that same hey, show. We're gonna get into. We're gonna get into. Uh... We're going to get into some of these By more the way, of that. Combustible cigarettes are nasty. Do what? Combustible cigarettes are bad for you people. Babe, if you ask me. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, hey, do me, do me a favor there, Mike. Move your camera what? up a little bit. Your, your your gut's very distracting. Oh, shut the hell up. <laughs> right there for you. How's that for distracting, you douche nugget? Oh, by anyway. the way, son, no just, means for, no, just for everybody to know, we do have this live stream is available on YouTube for anybody that would like to view this, and I'll add it. I'll upload the, the episode of this one tomorrow night, but it is on YouTube, so you can rewatch it on YouTube. Absolutely. And uh, we're obviously going to get into some of the more far-fetched ones. But, Brad, I'll tell you the thing that lends credibility to this accusation, as it is right now, because you don't want to say it's fact yet. But the thing that leads credibility to me is the accusee or the accuser, Jordan Grace, is actually at a higher platform than the accused in this case. So, really, she has nothing to gain by coming out right now. And talking about this abuse. Right. Um, I'm trying to find that audio, actually. Uh, I've got a couple of them. Uh, Are you looking for the Sammy one? Yeah. Do you have one that doesn't have anything pre-done to it? Uh, I only have the one that we have that I sent in the group. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and, and play this one here. Um, so give me just a second, and I'll load it up, and I'm going to see if this is it. Okay, one second. Okay. Well, I mean, Sean, you heard the statement about the individual that we were 
uh, affiliated with somewhat. Uh, somebody that's actually local to our area. And I'll even go a step further. Somebody that's actually gone into schools in our local area and done anti-bullying and anti, you know, anti-things like that rallies at schools. Yeah. You look at the overall body of work, that makes it even scarier for me. I mean, look at the Catholic Church, dude. There are predators everywhere, right? I mean, don't let that surprise you. The Boy Scouts, the Catholic Church, uh, a lot of Protestant denominations. Predators are everywhere. So, yeah, uh, people just need to be on guard and look for the warning signs because there are plenty of warning signs. The people that do this type of thing, they like to groom their victims. They Mm -hmm. act in a particular way to groom each and every one of their victims. And mainly where they start is by trying to – Influence their friends and family first to gain that trust. Once you get into the inner circle, then yeah, I've, I've read a lot. Of, I mean, I got I got a lot of kids. I really got to watch out for them. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So we teach our kids about this. You know, it's not just stranger danger. It's not just this. I mean, hell, you know, it could be somebody that you know. It might be a friend, a coworker, things like that. So you have to look for these particular behaviors. For, for what these predators do I mean you, you guys have watched the catch a predator They all mm-hmm. do the same thing Yeah they, they start out Really minute and they talk And then, then all of a sudden boom the floodgates open And they're, they're saying shit they shouldn't say You know All they need is that little open And then they're going to go for it And then Chris Hansen comes in and says On June 22nd did you show A picture of your penis To this young girl Did you do did you do that, Michael Carnahan? Because you we terrible. have it on screen. It's like Whoa. that. It's it's that big, right there. That's Whoa. way too big. But I mean, it's like way. I mean, giving me some credit. That's about it. That's about it. That's, yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me squint my eyes. It may still be too big. Michael, can you say micro penis? Micro penis. I. It's go. a disease. It's a disease. It's an affliction. Well, we're having some audio issues with that whole setup, so we're not going to be able to stream the stream tonight for whatever reason. Something's happening. I'll have to figure it out. Okay. Uh, well, describe I think it. what's going on is you have to mute your phone and then uh, play the audio through here, I think, is what well, ends no, up happening. Yeah. Oh, it's still not working? My bad. Oh, well. So, essentially, and y'all, I will. Uh, you can go ahead and just YouTube Sammy Guevara, uh, but this is one of the bigger issues, uh, one of the other big things that came out, and this one actually came out today. It, back in 2016, when he was a uh, when he was a member of the WWE Performance Center, and for those that aren't familiar with wrestling, uh, WWE is the biggest publicly traded professional wrestling organization on the planet. Uh, when he was a part of their developmental when he was part of their developmental system, uh, he saw one of their female talents who goes by Sasha Banks, and his first instinct was to look at her and say, I want to rape her. Wow. Well, I mean, you skip over, I want to fuck this chick and go straight to rape. What the fuck? Well, now, I'm not, this is not a justification for that. But 
because it shouldn't have been said. That word should have never been used. But I really honestly believe that in all intents and purposes, it was a really poor, tasteless joke that that I don't fucking think he thought through. Um, he, and, he and Sasha Banks have had conversations about the incident. Um, I don't know if it was prior to, but it's crazy how this came out because he tweeted something to Sasha Banks uh, that had nothing to do with this incident from what I read. And then another group went and actually found that podcast from back in 2016 and brought it to the forefront. And oh. so if he's already had conversation with Sasha Banks and this is eradicated and this is all said and done, to me, then why bring it back out into the forefront? If the two parties have had the conversation and he's apologized, to me, it, it, it should have been left at that, not out in the open, especially if he hasn't done it again. But I could be wrong on that on the whole time. Okay. So with that being said, I will say this. Today, she did tweet out that she spoke to Sammy today, and this was on Twitter. She actually made a whole post about it. She said, I did speak with Sammy. Hold on. Twitter's acting stupid and taking forever. Okay, earlier I spoke with Sammy. He apologized, and we had an open discussion. Words words like the comments he made, jokingly or not, have absolutely no place in our society. I do not. I don't condone or tolerate this kind of behavior. What one thinks is a, just a side comment can have a massive impact on someone's life and can send the wrong message. We have to hold ourselves accountable for our actions and the words we say, and I hope the situation shows him that. I hope from this point on, in order for growth and change within our community to take place, we can all continue to have these conversations. No person, man, woman, or child should ever be subjected to a feeling of fear or any unsafe environment. We all have to do better, right. not just for ourselves, but for generations to come. And that was her statement today. Well, now, Brad, you, I'm going to applaud her for that. Go ahead. Say, you can applaud her for that statement, but our culture in America, the, the American culture is a rape culture. It's in our music. It's in our television. It's in our films. Men are expected to basically club the girl in the head, drag her home, and do what they want with her. You know, the caveman mentality. You know, we have to win that girl. We have to be aggressive. We have to, you know. And, uh, I mean, that's that little kids learn this in school, man, watching TV and shit. And we got to get away from that. You know, it's okay to be a man. It's okay to be, you know, strong and, and take care of your family or you know, whatever you want to do, just don't, you don't have to rape women, okay? Women should be able to do whatever they want. Walk around with your shirt off. I'm gay, dude, do it, you know? Walk around naked. It's fine. That does not give anybody an excuse to rape a woman or a dude. It's just evil. Shouldn't happen. We shouldn't promote it in any way. Well, I got to give it to both companies, and Brad, I think you can speak on this and agree with this as well. Sean, once again, I know you're not very familiar with the organizations, but the company that Sammy uh, works for took swift action today and put out a statement. Uh, I'm not sure. I think Brad may be pulling that up right now. But their statement reads, AEW insists on doing our part to create a world of understanding and respect for humankind. We therefore strongly condemn the extremely offensive and hurtful, 
hurtful words of Sammy Guevara. As such, effective immediately, Sammy is suspended without pay until further notice. Sammy has agreed to undergo extensive sensitivity training, and upon completion, his future status within the company will be reevaluated. During his people suspension, don't need. Go ahead. I was just I was just gonna say people don't need their companies to come out and give these fucking statements. They don't need sensitivity training. The guy apologized. If he does it again, can his ass. You see what I'm saying? It's real simple. We don't need all this fucking politically correct bullshit, all right? Men can be men. Women can be women. Gays can be gays. Lesbians can be lesbians. People can be whatever the fuck they want to be. Don't intentionally do things to harm other people. Don't be an asshole. That's it. I mean, I can be an asshole. But you so guys... I would agree with you, Sean. I would definitely agree with you. One thing I will say that they did right during his suspension, his salary is actually yeah. going to be donated to the Women's Center of Jacksonville. Awesome. Hey, that's but, cool. I like that. Yeah. But with, I mean, with hit, that, him, hit him where it hurts. With that being said, I now pose the question, though. Sean, I agree with you. I think maybe don't suspend him. Continue to allow him to perform. And, hell, allow him to perform without pay. But with that being yeah. said, if it happens again, you know it's over. But then you yeah. had WWE who had a talent. Also, he, they had two talents mainly accused. One was a gentleman that goes by the wrestling name Gentleman Jack Gallagher. He's from England. Yeah. And one was by the name of Matt Riddle. UFC fans would recognize the name Matt Riddle. He used to fight in their organization. Now, yeah. there were two totally different responses to both issues. Gentleman Jack Gallagher was immediately fired. His employment was immediately terminated without any thought about it. Matt Riddle, right. on the other hand, they have allowed to – I don't know whether they've done their own investigation and decided that there's no real credence to these we, accusations, but his lawyer has – We don't have all come, the information. Right. His lawyer in that case has since come out and said that this woman was actually stalking him and his family for the past two years. Okay. Have police okay. reports to prove it. Okay. Overall, do you think the quick hammer, Brad? I know we've talked about this before with you uh, in another uh, situation that happened back in 2016. Do you think the quick hammer is the best recourse to action, or do you think you should take time? Possibly put him on a suspension like they did with Sammy to gather all the facts. I mean, if you want to protect the liability of your company, because let's be honest, I mean, these are employees. Whether they're um, I-99 or I-4, whatever, um, they they can take legal recourse if this is all, if there's unfounded reports. So you have to really be careful. Um, with what you do now, you know it's just like with anything else. It's like with these protests. It's with Trump. These knee-jerk reactions don't solve shit. They just compound the problem. Uh, I did notice too. I don't know if you saw, it, but now Velveteen Dream is being accused of being a child predator. I and mean, actually, that's interesting because if you look at him, Brad, you're a Photoshop expert. I called Photoshop as soon as I saw the pictures. I don't know if he's seen the screenshots yet. I mean, he sent a, supposedly he denied it, but he 
sent pictures or something to 17-year-olds? I don't know. Supposedly he sent pictures and just the, 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 I know I'm probably not going to be popular for saying this, but just looking at the quality of these direct message screenshots and things like that, it does not appear that they are, they're real. It appears that it was a situation where it could have been photoshopped. But I just wanted to throw that out there. In that case, once again, this seems like a little bit of a situation where somebody may be playing games. But continue to your point. I'm sorry, Brad. Well, I mean, just and it seems like when the ball drops, you know, it rolls over everybody and anybody. So, like I said, I mean, I'm all for this not happening, but at the same time, I go back and I look at. I don't know. You know, this kind of all, this really all kind of started, what was it? Uh, dang it, what was his name? Sean, what was his name? Uh, the Supreme Court. Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I just, not to take away from anything, but, you know, I, I just, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't understand it because I've never been put in a situation like that, but... I mean, goddamn, 40 years has passed and you want to bring this shit up now that he's been, you know, I just, I I don't know. And it's it's a sad day when you have to to actually question the veracity of somebody because you don't understand if they're doing this for for financial gain or if they're doing this for a name. I mean, let's be honest, Michael. Another WWE superstar, former superstar, was accused of raping a woman. Enzo Amore, and it turned out that it was bullshit, that it was consensual. He was doing it for fame. To be fair, to be fair, a lot of women that claim to have been raped or sexually assaulted are attacked by the police. They're attacked by society. They're attacked by their churches. They're attacked by their own family. And a lot of women will not come forward. So here's what I say. If a woman wants to accuse a man of sexual assault, there should be no statute of limitations on that. Let them have their day. Let them present their evidence. Let them let 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 people hear the story. People need to know. Then let the man tell his side. You see what I'm saying? Uh, what what we have in our society is that no one wants to get all the information. They everyone wants to just put their side out and then shut up the other side, and that's not cool. Okay, we need to be a logical and reasonable society where we hear everything. We can weigh the evidence and actually make a decision for ourselves. The decision should not be made for us. That's what I was saying about the politically correct bullshit. There's there's too much of that. You know, we need to we all need to be instead of being all the way to the left and all the way to the right, we all need to come closer to the middle, okay? And we need to start using reason and logic to, to actually get all the information to know what's going on. I mean, that's fair. Well, I, mean, I, don't, I don't disagree with you there, Sean, but, but okay, case in point, my point. Two things real quick. I'm good with that. Personally, I'm good with that. I understand that, that there are some women that are afraid to come forward and, and because of that ridicule. But at the same time, it always seems like it's an opportune time. That this is this is the perception from the from the from what I see. But the other thing too, and I want to ask is, is uh, 
I think that we have to find some type of media source that reports on some fair shit. Because I have I have heard with the Kavanaugh situation, it was everywhere. But I haven't seen anything about to the extent of Kavanaugh with the Joe Biden allegation that came out. It's almost like that's being no, swept under the rug. No, you're right. And we've talked about this hypocrisy before. And Democrats do have hypocrisy when it comes to Joe Biden. Joe Biden needs to have his day to say his side, and all of these women need to have their day to say their side. Let let the public decide for their fucking selves. You know, if you think Joe Biden is a creep and a pedophile and a pervert, then don't vote for the motherfucker, right? Now, you also have the guy on the other side saying, grab him by the pussy and sexually assault them because they like it. So you, he has said that. He's on tape saying it. Make your yeah. own decision. Make make the decision for yourself. That's but what people need honest. to do. But now, let's be honest. In all fairness, with the grabbing of the pussy, he was crucified for that. Like, he was absolutely crucified for saying that in the media. And, and, and this, is where, this is where I have a problem with mainstream media, and it's not because I'm, uh, I'm a conservative. It's because... It only seems like they crucify the 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 right uh, aisle people and the left. Like Joe Biden, let's let's be honest, son. That creepy motherfucker has sniffed more hair than a head and shoulders commercial. <laughs> no, you're you're right, and that's why I will be honest enough to say that it's hypocrisy. The, yeah. the news media should go after Joe Biden exactly the way that they did Donald Trump. It should happen. In fact. Neither one of them should be running for fucking president, in my opinion. They're too old. I think there should be a cutoff in the age for the fucking president. If you're old enough to be on Social Security, you shouldn't be the goddamn president. Because you don't have a, a vested interest in the fucking next generation. Right? True. Right? True. You need someone who has a vested interest in the, 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 the older generation and the younger generation. President Obama was a good example for that. Now, I'm not saying he was a perfect president. Now, you know, I am biased because I do like the guy, but he was Generation X, right? And, and, and he could, you know, he was older. He, he could kind of go with the older generation and the younger generation. He was a cool dude. Trump is old. He's just, he's just fucking old. He's 71, 72, 73, Biden 70-something. You know, what's her name? Uh, uh, gosh, uh, that, that lady that was running against Biden. Uh, now I can't remember. Uh, they called her Pocahontas. I can't remember. Oh, uh, and Joe Biden is 77. So Joe is yeah, actually I mean, like talking about. What the nobody, hell is her name, Michael? What? What was her what name, name now? Uh, Pocahontas. Uh, Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Okay. So, and she she's in her seventies. You know, again, no one that over the age of sixty five needs to run for the president. I think that's just <laughs> quit farting, dude. Quit. Yeah, shut up! I was putting my fucking foot underneath my leg. To be fair, you locked up and lifted a leg to fart, dude. I'm so glad I'm not in the room with you. I love this camera shit because I don't get to smell your funky ass. <laughs> to be fair. One of the most popular 
presidential candidates amongst young people was Bernie Sanders. Yeah, but I don't. He shouldn't have been able to run. He's old. I mean, I'm this sorry. Over. But once once you reach a certain age, okay, you stop learning. You stop being a part of the trends. Think, quit farting, Michael. I'm not farting. You, 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 listen to him. He, I got farting. He even looked away. Clear signs <laughs> of a liar. Okay, but anyway, I would say 35 to 55. That's the perfect age range for a president. You know, and the same thing for Senate. No senator should be past the age of 65. We got too many old people that have been career politicians. That 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 just shouldn't happen. We need to have limitations on all that shit. And I am not a libertarian. I mean, I don't think term limits should be in Congress. I think term limits should be in the Senate. And I really honestly believe, and it is my opinion, that, and, and I think that it should happen, is that there should be a law enacted to where Congress has to legit follow and abide by and live by the same standards and practices that they deem on their own people, salary-wise, all of that shit. Because I don't even know, what is the congressional salary? It's too much. Yes, you're absolutely right. You know, most most Americans don't even know this either. Thomas Jefferson actually said that the Constitution should be rewritten every 17 years. Okay? Okay. a document that's 230-something years old, and we're trying to reinterpret this every fucking year. He, He came up with the solution. Write the shit so that it makes sense to the next generation. And then the next generation, and the next generation. You can use language that applies to every generation. True. What is this? Senate salaries. 174000 Nobody needs to make that much money. That's bullshit. I'm sorry. That's the leftist in me coming out. I mean, to be fair, I think the uh, I think the uh, president makes about that as well, and he shouldn't. I mean, nobody that's a fucking billionaire should be able to run for president either. That's stupid. Because sure. you know where his fucking interests are at that point. His interests are with fucking wealthy people. I mean, Epstein. Hello. Well, we that's all know he's buddy. Just saying. Oh, 400K. 400,000. Wow. That's bullshit. I mean, these people make more money than the average person. They have no sense of reality as far as what it means to have two jobs and be a single mother and fucking struggle. They They don't fucking know. And they make these blanket statements all the time. All of them do it. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat. They all fucking do it because they are out of touch with reality as far as the way the populace goes. And you guys got me ranting, and I need to stop. Let's have some fun. <laughs> What's a good fun topic we got? How about John Mark Byers, Brad? I sent you a clip of uh, for old oh, John Mark yeah. here, but, uh, but uh, bad PR for white people passed away uh, this past week. Uh, right. Wow. I wonder if he's up there pissing on graves. 
Nah, I wouldn't say that. I mean, and by the way, can I just say that we may not like the guy, like, and may not agree with him, but, you know, and I know he's got money, but at least Trump has donated his salary to different things. So, I mean, every, that. every bit of it? Has he well, donated all of He has donated his, this is Snopes, and you know Snopes is very liberal. Uh, yeah. His quarter one, well, hell, I'll just put it on the screen here. Just so everybody okay. can see, this is, um, hang on, let me click this. Okay, and this is Snopes, so, you know, it, it can, it, it, let me get the microphone off. Okay. So, let's see, I'm going to scroll down here. Can you see it? Yes. So as far as up until 2018, we don't know where the money went. But he did. He did donate in 2017 to a lot of good things. Sean, he didn't president until quarter one in 2017. Right. But he did. He has donated a lot of his salary. Some of them he hasn't, though. So uh, not yet announced. We don't know what those were, too. So we we can assume that the president donated all of his salary. Okay, cool. He's still wasting billions of dollars fucking golfing every weekend. True. But let's be honest. I mean, they all do it. Obama had a pretty high tab as well. Let's just be honest. We'll be honest. Yeah, but when you when, – okay, so here's apples, here's oranges. When you compare the two and how much time both of them spent, whoa, holy shit. This guy's always at his own, you know, golf courses. He's at his own hotels doing all this stuff. The Secret Service has to, you know, be there. We have to pay for that. His kids are out there killing fucking animals in Africa. we got to pay for that shit. I mean, there's a bunch <laughs> of shit that he wastes money on that we shouldn't fucking be paying for. You know, True. I mean, President Obama didn't waste so much. He wasted a little bit, but not not as much, you know. And and there are so many tweets that Trump came out and said, you know, against President Obama for golfing and doing all this other stuff. I mean, he's a fucking hypocrite because he's doing, t- you know, ten times as much, and that's bullshit. You know, I just, I hate hypocrisy, and that's one thing about Trump. He's one of the biggest hypocrites around. Was Obama a hypocrite? Yes. He said he was going to do certain things, and he did not do those things. And I'm still mad at him about that, but I still loved him as a president. Mike, what, hmm. Where'd Mike go? Did Mike go to the toilet? Did he, did he die? I don't know. Hey, just Mike just had to here. Do you see my new tattoo? Uh, yes, I do. So that's a drawing that my son did. He plays a, mm-hmm. he plays a video game called Journey, and it's two little people uh, following a star. And I thought it was so cool that I went down the road to the tattoo shop and actually had that put on my arm. That's badass. So, Deanna Hogue has said that we are following the who? Bubba. Oh. What? We are like. I don't think they lag on our side. On my side, I don't know. I'm not though. lagging at all. Yeah, I'm not seeing any lagging, but who knows? Y'all, it says y'all are lagging big time. 
I, I've got no lag on my side, but I use Google Chrome. Oh, a voice so lag. If, oh, voice lag. But the um, voice lag now. The voice lag is because we are actually pulling the audio off of right? blog talk and yeah, not yeah. this one. Yeah, so yeah. we're, we're actually using lag. we're using different formats right now on Blog Talk Radio and on this streaming service. And it all kind of comes together. It's a little jumbled, so you know. But hi, how you doing? Now you're gonna hear the voice after we say it on video because Blog Talk has a delay in it just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But we just no. go ahead. We're just gonna blow Blog Talk up. Uh, suck, suck. Sorry. Well, Brad and Sean, uh, one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about was uh, the John Mark Byers thing. You wanted to get a little bit off the seriousness of what we've been talking that about. So, uh, that that that's tough to me. Okay. That really, here's why. Here's why. You know, you feel like, I mean, Michael, obviously, you know, you were like, you probably weren't old enough to understand the Paradise Lost films as they were coming out on HBO. Um, and I always have said that, that Paradise Lost was bad PR for white people because you've got, you know, these white people going, you murdering bastards. Well, no, no, no. Let's be honest here. It wasn't these white people. It was John Mark Myers. No, it was Mark Byers, Michelle Byers, whatever the hell her name was, and Carrie Hobbs, fucking murder. Um, and uh, anyway, yeah. but uh, you know, it's it just shot. It's it, it's really, it really, is, it really breaks your heart to think about Mark Myers because here's a guy who I think legitimately had some fucking issues. He was a, like a petty thief. Pillhead, uh, doper, I'm sure. He uh, had cancer at one point too, didn't he? Yeah, and I mean, but he lost his son to a vicious murder, and then he was accused of murder. And 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 I honestly think that that I know there's a lot of people believe that the three West, the West of the three did it. Um, I know there's theories about that, as far as other suspects or other criminals. But here's a guy that was accused of it, and I don't think he had anything to do with it. Um, and, and I don't know how that was. I mean, Michael, I honestly do. Like, I know you don't have any kids, but I know, Tom, you do. And I was a big part of, uh, of, of my ex-wife's daughter's life from the time she was very young till you know, we divorced and whatnot. Uh, and I don't know, man. Like, to be accused of your own kid's murder when you didn't do it and to have the public crucify you. Like that, man, that's got to be hard. And and then you have HBO who's pumping you full of alcohol and pills and whatever you want to look like an idiot and then say what you want. I mean, there's got to be – Sean, let me – I mean, Sean, talk to me through the experience of having around that age group of kids at, at this point in your life. Uh, obviously, you're not going to get out there and go, this one's for you, Damien, and blow a fucking – uh, pumpkin up, but honestly, if you come under fire and they go, Sean, you killed your son, you killed your son, you did it, da, da, da. I mean, it's got to play hard on it. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I can't say exactly how I would react in such a situation. I don't know how anybody else would react. That's something that I have no empathy for. Um, I thought it was weird. I thought it was strange. Uh, everything about all of his appearances were, were very strange to me. But, you know, you, you, you can't what, – what do you gauge that against? I mean, what, you what do you measure that? We, we, you can't. You know, I mean, he was accused of actually killing his own stepson. You know, isn't he, is he the guy that pulled out his teeth? Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, did he do that because he actually killed him? Or was he just that afraid that they might try to pin this on him like they did, you know, the West Memphis Three? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. You know, that's why I say, you know, you need more information. I felt bad for the guy, but I can't say whether he had anything to do with it or not. I mean, that's just like John Benet Ramsey and, and, you know, their parents. They put the parents through hell. You know, how, how, do you, how do you deal with that, being accused by the police and society that you murdered your daughter in such a way? You know, it's, it's unimaginable. Nobody knows how anybody would react to anything. I watch a lot of crime TV, you know, murder TV and stuff, you know, the first 48, different things like that. And sometimes they'll say, you know, well, the suspect, the husband or the wife, they didn't act like anybody else would. Well, how do you, how do you fucking know how you're supposed to act? Nobody fucking knows. If something happened well, to one of my kids you... or my – well, I was just going to say, if something happened to me in such a situation where a family member died – I can't tell you how I'm going to fucking react. I don't know. And I might cry. I might not. I might be in shock. Who fucking knows? Nobody knows. Well, I think that, and I think that if you go back to that case, and, and by the way, uh, you know, we're going to be doing a, we talked about it earlier, so we'll go ahead and put it out there, the Dark Persuasion. Uh, it, it's a coast-to-coast AM type model show, but I think the first thing that, that I'd like to do is a five-part five part series on potential suspects, even the West Memphis Three, um, because I don't think we've got an unbiased look at both guilt and, you know, and innocence at the same time. And, and I know that there's certain programs on here that don't do that shit, that it's strictly by the court's opinion, and that's not a fucking knock. Um, I am a little pissed off. I sent a message trying to – because well, Michael, maybe you can look that up for me too, or get the information. Because there's a fucking 132 page affidavit on Terry Hobbs, and I want to know what the court system did with that document. I heard it was dismissed. I asked for the particulars. I got one of these. So fuck it. I'm free to say whatever I want to. Give a shit. But um, you know, I don't know, man. The fucking police department didn't number one didn't go to the very first person that they should have, and that was the family. Um, right. They didn't, and that's just the sad part about it. And I think that's where this all got fucked up in the first place. Is that they, had they done their due diligence, then maybe Mark Byers, Terry Hobbs, and all of them could have been cleared from from day one. But they didn't. So right. when I found yeah. out that he passed away, it was weird because you almost felt like you knew the guy, or at least I did, because I'm, you know, I mean, for better, for lack of better terms, I'm ate up with the West Memphis Three. I am. I mean, I'm, I'm consumed by that shit because it is one of those events that happen literally in your back in our backyard. I mean, um, uh, and somebody might want to 
shoot her. The she's exiting and out, restarting. It's impossible trying to keep up with the conversation. I do apologize. Um, I don't think it's going to get any better uh, because we're, we're we're actually producing audio through a different source. Um, but like, no, I mean, I don't know, man. I just you felt like you knew the guy because just. It's not like, you know, like you see a murder happen, like let's the Menendez brothers. And you're like, well, you know, that fucking happened, what, California or somewhere? I don't even remember. Yeah. Or the big case of OJ, Scott Peterson. Um, you know, they're, they're uh, like, you know, they're interesting and they're, they're, they're really, I shouldn't say fun to follow, but they're curiosities. But, uh, Goliers. But this one happened in Arkansas. It's like, shit, it's here. Right. You know, another another interesting fact. Um, it didn't get a lot of mention, but, you know, one of the guys from uh, the one of the shootings that happened in Jonesboro. Uh, who was that, Michael? I know Dylan Claybold was Colorado. But we had a mass shooting in Jonesboro, I think, before Columbine. And they killed a teacher and a couple other people. That guy was—he died a couple, like six months ago, to a year ago, in a car crash. Mitchell Scott Just Johnson, Andrew, huh? Douglas Andrew Johnson, Andrew Douglas. Yeah, yeah, he died. And um, you know, you're like, wow. I don't know. Maybe it's me. Fuck, I'm weird, but I really kind of felt sad that John Mark Byers died, but. Because it was different. It was, it, you know, he was a public figure, even though it was a shitty circumstance that he was a public figure in. It's still a public figure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, we're, we're going to take, we're, we're take a quick commercial break. And Hang we'll on. be back. Hold on. I'm Who holding. did that? Who did what? Did you do that? Did what? Did you use Sean's catchphrase? Oh, that was me. Yeah. No, Sean's is gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, Sean's gotcha. Yeah, I say gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Right? Sean's gotcha. Right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with the second half of the American Idiot Show. May be able to get some video going. I'm not sure, but uh, we're going to be talking about Bubba Wallace. And uh, a certain something that was found in his uh, car stall today. Um, we're going to be talking about Trump's Corona rally over the weekend, as well as a few other topics. We'll be right back with more of the American Idiot Show after this. <laughs> Each and every Thursday night, join Mr. Tim, bring it, and Nappy Boy as they bring you the Heels for Life podcast. A look at professional mainstream wrestling and all the headlines surrounding it for the week. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your one-stop shop source for professional wrestling news and rumors. It's the Heels for Life podcast live every Thursday night right here on Talk Radio 49.
every Monday night, join the bad guy, Brad Hicks, the money man, Michael Carnahan, and of course, the pretty boy, Sean Castleberry, as they bring you your humorous look at all current events going on in the world. It's the American Idiot Show live on Talk Radio 49. Every other Thursday night, right here on Talk Radio 49, join your hosts, Michael Carnahan and Cornbread, as they bring you the best wrap-up show in indie professional wrestling. It's the ASWF Aftermath Show, only on Talk Radio 49 and ASWF Wrestling's Facebook Live. Tuesday night, join Michael Carnahan and Lisa O'Brien for the Clear and Convincing Podcast, live on Talk Radio 49. A look at the most important cases in the country's history, not from the court of public opinion, but from the eyes of the court, every Tuesday night, live right here on Talk Radio 49. Michael Carnahan here, letting you know that it has never been easier to keep up with your favorite Talk Radio 49 podcast. If you like the American Idiots show, go on over to Facebook, like the American Idiots podcast on Facebook, where we actually now offer a video streaming service with our podcast, so you can see us live as we record the show. Also, you can go to YouTube, search out American Idiots Podcast on YouTube, and you can subscribe to the page, and the video podcast will be uploaded there weekly. Also, Clear and Convincing on Tuesday nights. You can go ahead and like the Clear and Convincing Podcast over on YouTube. Subscribe, and the episodes are updated there weekly as well. And for our new show fans, hashtag Heels for Life. Once again, Hashtag H-E-E-L-S Number 4 L-Y-F-E Wrestling Podcast Shows will be uploaded there weekly As well on YouTube And if you are a fan of everything We offer here at Talk Radio 49 And you have an iPhone Go on over, search out Talk Radio 490 And you can subscribe to all Of our content there on iTunes Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcast fixed. It's once again never been any easier to be a fan of Talk Radio 49 and keep up with all of your favorite shows. Live from the Talk Radio 49 studios in Little Rock, Arkansas, it's Bad Brad Hicks, Money Mike Carnahan, and of course, 
the pretty boy, Sean Castleberry. It's your weekly look at humorous top headlines and current events. It's the American Idiot Show. And uh, it looks like, Brad, you just dropped right before we went back live here on uh, on the American Idiot Show. Uh you know the number, call in, 347-989-1171. But, uh, oh, oh, looky there. He called back in. That's wonderful. Here we go. Here's Mr. Brad Hicks. Brad, what happened? I hung up on you. Okay, totally. You, you can talk. <laughs> Corona rally 2000, uh, 2020, where uh, Donald Trump used such phrases as uh, Kung virus or something like that. I, Kung uh, fu virus. Kung fu virus, right. yeah. yes. Yes. 45 was in rare form. Uh, Wait, what was let's, let's, be honest. Are we really, let's be honest. Are we really, I mean, what is wrong with kind of Kung fu virus? What's hilarious to me. Sean, are you a fan of Kung Fu virus? I'm a fan of Kung Fu fighting, but not Kung Fu virus, no. You weren't a fan of the... You weren't a fan of the... So, question, Brad, as a former uh, Colt 45 member, um, <laughs> I want to know, do you believe the uh, mainstream media's Attendance numbers, or do you believe Donald Trump's attendance numbers for his Corona rally? I mean, it's evident that, um, and this is just honesty, and people aren't going to like it. But you're damn right. I believe any. I believe. I believe anything that the media says about Donald Trump in a negative way, to a degree, when it comes to numbers and shit, I don't believe it. I don't, and, and it's. And it's not because I'm a Trump 45 guy, but I do support some of his economic policies. But like I said, I don't support him in some of the shit he says, uh, a lot of the shit he says. But at the same time, I already know, we've seen it in 2015, 2016, the media is doing everything they can to derail the 45. And I'm, and I'm not saying that I'm supporting him, but what I'm saying is absolutely. I don't believe if the media said there was 30 people there, I'd say that right there to the media because I don't fucking trust the mainstream media anymore. I've seen too much hypocrisy, and if it doesn't fit the narrative that they want, then they're going to fucking try to rewrite the narrative to make it work. And I may be wrong for that, and I may get hammered for that by some of our listeners, but that's just the God's honest truth to me. I, I, I showed you guys a picture. I don't know what the media said. But I told you guys a legit picture down there. This fucking thing was crowded. But now, let's be honest and fair, Michael. we got to be honest and fair here. Okay. A lot of people are calling it the coronavirus. But 
Could we also not say that, could we not call it the corona protest? Because I didn't see a lot of fucking masks worn at that shit either. I, and I'm just saying. Sure. I'm not, I'm, that, God damn it, you're making me sound like I'm defending 45, but I'm not. I just want <laughs> fair and fucking balanced. And Fox News ain't doing it. But God damn it, I'll do it. I, I mean, Sean, I would have to agree. I didn't see very many masks in the protests, at least in this area. Uh, is it technically not fair to call uh, Trump's rally Corona Corona rally? I mean, you can call it whatever you want. What I think is funny is that a bunch of K-pop millennials actually uh, signed up for over a million tickets. I and love so, that. You know. Big old Trump thought a million people were waiting to get in there, and then they had to cancel the outdoor show, and like 6,000 people showed up. I, I have to admit, I laughed my ass off at that. That was pretty funny. You know, I almost yeah. felt bad for the guy. Yes, that was that was quite epic. And don't fuck with, uh, don't fuck with trolls, because trolls will fuck with you, and you won't win. Um <laughs> But, uh, I mean, yeah, it is a little bit of hypocrisy. One thing I will say, I saw plenty of uh, pictures from one of my uh, former coworkers that was on the ground. There was quite a few uh, Confederate flags in that crowd there in Tulsa. Uh, something that seems like it's coming down to, I mean, I'll call it a right versus wrong thing, but it does. It seems like it's coming down to almost a division amongst the uh, race lines here in this in this, uh, in no, this no, no. election. But that's the problem, is you're seeing what people want you to see, and you're seeing what you want to see. There are plenty of African Americans, or excuse me, black people that, that are at these Trump rallies. That's, there's clearly evidence that support Trump. You know, and I'm not, and God damn it, Michael, I'm going to fucking come over here and kill you because I don't want to defend this shit. But, you know, again, like, I really had a lot of faith in Al Jazeera News because they used to report that shit down the middle with no bias, but they've kind of done that shit at times. You know, I'm like, God damn, can we not get, just just report the facts. Fuck. Where's Joe? Where's Joke, but the Joe Friday, just facts, man. Just the facts. But where's that? I'm not saying the. I'm going to take pills now if we slow down and don't test everybody, you know, that means the numbers are going to go down. You want to defend that one? And it looks like Sean dropped off our live feed here. Well, you can't, um, you can't really defend that. I I mean, that's, that's, like I said, I've always believed, see, I had two, 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 two thought processes on this whole, bring Sean back in, I have two thought processes on this whole pandemic. Number one, as as we keep going down, and there's been a substantial amount of deaths, but I'm almost to the point where I'm like, I mean, fuck. It's almost like this shit, I don't know more about the, the pandemic, because I'm going to be honest with you, 
and people can call me what they want to, but I guess I'm one of those assholes. I don't wear a mask hardly ever. Ever. I've been to Walmart, the gas station, fucking Dollar General. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know where I stand on this whole pandemic anymore because, because God damn it, nobody knows anything, really. They're like, well, do this, do this, and the next day it's like, oh, we just found out that that didn't, that really, that didn't work. I don't know, man. I think it's all like, you know, I know this is Alex Jones type shit, but I'm almost to the point where I'm like, I'm almost to the point where I'm like, quit fabricating bullshit because you want to, you know, do whatever. Well, I mean, Brad, let's be honest here. At this point, we're almost pretty much at ground zero here for coronavirus in uh, the United States. We're the hotbed right now. Uh, I believe since last Monday, we have reported over 3,000 new cases, the governor announced today. It's not going anywhere, and there's no need to slow down testing, in my opinion. I mean, I'll be honest. My company that I work for. What? I'm just asking. I mean, I heard it, but I didn't. I I don't know if he gave a reason, but that's a staggering figure to me. Three thousand. That's more than we had before we started opening up as a whole. Well, now, now, in fairness, in not Danny Michael, but in fairness to the numbers, in fairness, did you do it again? No, Michael, stop, stop busting ass and farting on camera. That's you terrible. know what, Sean? Okay, number one, number number one, you wear the wife beater. Number two, you shaved off your manhood. Okay, three, you keep rocking up on one hip and farting. You need to fucking stop, okay? You need to Remember, your you're on camera. I get that you're not as pretty as me, but come on, represent, man. Go change your fucking shirt. Take it off. Just take the shirt off. Video. Mute your live video, let us see sir. Let us, let us see your nipples. Right there? That one? Yeah, I muted it. No, no, take it off. Let's see everything. No, I'm not. I, w- I want to see... I want to see the truffle shuffle, fucker. <laughs> you don't get to see my A cups. Come on, man. Oh, by the way, Joel, Joel Schumacher died today. You guys know about that, right? Yes. Who? Yes, I did. Joel Schumacher. The fucking Indy driver? I'm kidding. I know. I'm kidding. I did see that he passed away today. Um, damn. There's a lot of shit that's going on that just is insane to me recently as far as like, well, I guess it's not insane, but it's just crazy to me what what's going on in the world. And, you know, people are constantly dying of this virus. And that's, you know, circling back to that, that... I mean, Sean, where do you stand on this whole situation with uh, the reopening and 3,000 new cases? Is this an anomaly? Is this something where we need to crack back down? Where Where do you sit on this? I mean, I, honestly, I don't fucking know. I mean, the rules change every fucking day. We have no clue about this. Is there going to be a second wave? Is there going to be a third wave? Nobody fucking knows. From what um, I've seen, China is actually experiencing a quote um, experiencing currently a quote unquote second wave. What the fuck? Oh, you motherfucker! What's with the wonder years, man? 
God damn it. That's Michael Paul. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Michael's not hey, even here's that the Come on. Here's the kicker. That guy's Michael Paul. That guy below you or above you in between is Michael Paul. That guy's in the Wonder Years. Just saying. Right there for you. Let's give age progression on Michael. Age progression. Right there. There you are, Michael. That guy is not Marilyn Manson, by the way. Y'all are all going to hell. Um, Hey, how do I add a picture on there? I want to add a picture. You can't. You're out of control of the studio. I see You should put a picture of Marilyn Manson on there. I see the share screen function works when Brad wants to make fun of me. Of course. Of course. That's that's the best part. Lord Jesus. Uh, Let me find another topic we can go to. There's no such thing. How about these? Uh, how about this, Sean? I don't know if you got a chance to read the article, but uh, did you see the uh, someone hung six uh, black victims' photos from trees with uh, nooses around them in Milwaukee? Did you get to read that article? I skimmed over that and saw that. That's pretty fucking sick and twisted. I mean, that's just like uh, you know that NASCAR driver Bubba. Somebody put a noose in his fucking garage. Um, I mean, seriously, get the fuck over it. Why Why are people doing this shit? I mean, you hate black people that fucking much. Leave the goddamn country, okay? They're fucking Americans. They were born here. They have an invested interest in this country. You don't like it? Get the fuck out. Just leave. I completely don't agree want with that, that shit anymore. No and more. Yet- and yesterday during the NASCAR race, I don't know if you caught this, but uh, somebody flew a plane with the uh, Confederate flag behind them, and it said hashtag defund NASCAR behind that. I mean, oh, yeah? just absolutely ridiculous. I'll send you a picture of it if I can find it here. Maybe Brad can pull now, one up. Now, hold Google. on. Hold on a minute. I got no problem with that because I hate censorship, okay? Black Lives Matter has the right to say whatever they want just as the Klan has the right to say whatever they want, okay? Because once you start censorship, where do you draw the line? True. That's the danger of censorship. Okay, you, you've got to let people have their voice. It's when they act on that voice and they bring violence to it, that's when you have to really watch what's going on. Right, right. <laughs> of course, Brad, once again, playing around. Um. The best part of all of that, Sean, the best part of all of that, look, the best part of all that is is Michael actually went. (laughs) That's terrible, dude. Terrible, terrible individuals, terrible individuals. But, yeah, I mean, between that and the Bubba Wallace situation today, and you know what, once again, Applause to NASCAR. Never thought I'd say this on this fucking show, but applause to NASCAR because every single one of the drivers fucking went up to Bubba and fucking like got him away from yeah, that, that 
him away from the stall and all that shit. But yeah, man, whoever did that, excuse my language. Not that there's anything wrong with this, but I'm about to say it very derogatorily. Whoever did that's a fucking cocksucker, and is a piece of fucking shit human being who doesn't deserve to breathe. Honestly, I'm to that. Takes point. one to no one, Michael. You know what? Shut the fuck up, Brad. There's Sean. Hey, by the way, that is badass, by the way. Look at this. What am I looking at? Oh, you can show the comments. Yes. Yes. What? What do you do? You can show the comments on the screen. Brad's playing around Ah, with shit. Okay. Got you. But uh, as long as he's not showing your pain, man, it's cool. BTR.com. So I just saw something about the stimulus check. Did uh, Trump announce a new stimulus check? Somebody said Trump thinks if you get another stimulus, he'll win. Uh, Did he say something about that tonight? Did he? I don't know. Trump, eight hours ago. So I don't know. Hold on. President Trump, eight hours ago, next stimulus check will be very gener- generous and announced in a couple weeks. So uh, apparently now he's deciding his Bullshit. poll numbers are a little low, so he's ready to buy some votes. Yeah, Whoa. that's not going to happen because first off, Congress has to do that shit. He can't just fucking you know, snap his fingers and make it happen. He's not fucking genie. Okay, and the last thing I saw was that Congress couldn't agree on shit. Well, Deanna said that's what she's been hearing everywhere. Yeah, uh, I did see that. That is, uh, hey, that is hey, interesting, my uncle. Mm-hmm. Don't know if you noticed or not, but they've unearthed audio that Jimmy Kimmel used the N-word for a Snoop voice in 1996, among other impressions. Really? So, Jimmy Kimmel. I know you don't go to it, Sean, but Fox News is where you can listen to it. Oh, Megan Fox. Wow. Yeah. Oh, shit. Michael Bay, too. Wow. Well, I mean... Quentin Tarantino oh, said it in Pulp Fiction. I, you know, I haven't really, really followed the whole stimulus thing, you know, because it's bullshit. Um, but anyway. Um, no, don't act like you wouldn't enjoy another 1200 free dollars. Who wouldn't? Well, I mean, considering all I did was pay fucking bills and be responsible with it, I mean, yeah, fuck, I still could use it. But guess what? Hey, You're able to that, hold on, hold on. That that didn't come from Trump. That came from Congress, you know. I didn't say and, Mitch McC- and, and Mitch McConnell has said he's not going to do it again at all. He doesn't want to do that because he hates everybody. No, Mitch has. You know, okay, really- according to Mitch has stepped back and said that the next one will be the last one. He's willing to approve. Ah, one President, Sean President dropped again. Trump commit- I President did it again. Trump has committed to a second test. Yeah. And he said it would be announced in the coming week. The president would not tell how much of a check the Americans will receive, but it's coming. Um, so, Sean dropped the fucking audio again. Yeah, Sean, Sean dropped on. 
Sean's audio yeah, is so on. Yeah, so it is out there. Uh, this was an hour ago. Um, yeah, that he said Add that, me. That it's Add him. I'm backstage. <laughs> He's backstage. He's in the green room. He's on the <laughs> casting couch. There's no sense. Hey. Hold up, Sean Castleberry. What do you know about a casting couch? What? Hey, I'm the prettiest one here. I know a little bit about a casting couch. <laughs> I've been on so one. Yeah, an hour ago it was reported. So, I mean, it, it's looking like, uh, you know, CNET is I'll doing this. I'll say this much, though. If there's that big of a change, once again, I feel like he's probably grasping at, hey, I need to fucking make something happen. To inject some approval into my numbers. That's just my take on it. What is Trump getting out of this? The only thing he can get out of this is approval ratings. But uh, I don't even think I don't even think that would work. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's coming down to, you know, a lot of people, the first time I saw this, I kind of scoffed at it, but a lot of people, the more I think about it, the more it makes sense to me. A lot of people have been comparing this to the 72 election where um, where Reagan was the law and order candidate, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, Reagan? 72, not Reagan, Nixon, excuse me. Nixon was the okay. law and order was the law That's and order was the law and order guy and you know really a lot of a lot of the rhetoric that Trump is spewing sounds like a lot of stuff Nixon said back then uh this election could come down to law and order versus you know this could be history repeating itself think about some of the stuff Trump said about the protests and things like that I mean, all they got to do now is like you know, turn hoses on black people and sick the dogs on them, and we're right back into the sixties. Oh wait, sorry, it's gas this time. You're farting again, motherfucker! I'm talking about the tear gas used on the protesters, jackass. (laughs) I mean, Brad, feel free to tell me I'm wrong here on this one. But, I, I mean, he's right. We really are uh, back in the uh, 60s civil rights protests when you think about it at this point. No, and, I, and here's, why, here's why I disagree with that. Because it was, actually, it was actually said by a black preacher that the difference between 1960 and today is that it is not black versus white. It is a mixture of people coming together against small groups of fucking dumbasses that still harbor this racist bullshit and this hate. Um, because you see white people and black people marching together. You didn't see that in 1960. You saw white people fucking ramboing the black people in the streets of Waterhouse. You probably don't remember that scene. Sean probably does. Remember that scene, Sean? Do you remember that in Rambo when he was in the prison and they hosed him down? The one thing I I can disagree... Go ahead. 
So I was just going to say, yeah, I kind of remember that, yeah. The one thing, though, that I can disagree with that is these groups aren't so small. We're finding more and more people each and every day uh, coming out. Let's be honest. But let's be honest. It is not the group that you think that you're pinning it on. It's these anarchist fucks that have occupied a six-block region of Seattle that are coming down and they're creating all this bullshit. You can't tell me that there's not bricks and shit are not showing up in public squares for fucking oh, oh, you. Come on, man. You do, hold on, hold on. You do know that all those protests in Seattle have been absolutely peaceful. In fact, absolutely. it's so peaceful, it's so peaceful and has turned into such a party that the original protesters are complaining about it. They're complaining mm-hmm. because they think no one's taking it seriously. The thing is, if you've been watching anything like CNN or any news network, they've had reporters embedded in there, and they talk about the jovial atmosphere within that those groups. So I don't buy that this group in Seattle is some terrible animal. No, I didn't say it was. I did not say that it was. Uh, well, I don't know if I believe that it's necessarily a peaceful protest. I saw a video where a pastor went in there and got his ass kicked. So I'm not going to say that it's a peaceful protest. Oh, here's another article. One person wounded in second shooting in Seattle's pastor. So my question back to that, uh, and we have a uh, a, a comment again from uh, Dina. She says, for example, from my understanding, it was Reagan that made it to where the government could uh, – government comes first no matter what, even at the cost of citizens' lives. As long as the government keeps their head afloat, then it, that's all that matters, and I'm not correct on that, or am I not correct on that? I brought that up because of the mentioning of Reagan and similarities to today. I meant Nixon. Yeah, I mean mo- <laughs> most of that started with Nixon. Mo- most of the things that happened today are because of uh, President Nixon. That happened in the 70s. Uh, the Southern strategy, everything to do with uh, strengthening the industrial military complex. Um, but, Sean, e- e- I even, even getting into. Yeah. Sean and Brad, actually, both. I want to ask you something because this never resonated with me till I thought about where I fit into today's Republican Party and realized that it had left me behind. Used to, I had a coworker who would tell me. That uh, Reagan could not be elected dog catcher in today's Republican Party. He is not conservative. Bullshit. 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 Reagan. Reagan was an no. Reagan was an actor, and he was a puppet, and he did everything that the GOP wanted him to do, and he would do the exact same thing today. He would be just like Donald Trump. You think he would be Trump 2.0? You think Ronald fucking Reagan would? Bow down to people enough to be Trump. No, but, but there was a thing. Ronald yes. Reagan had a had the ability to control and contain himself, and wasn't an asshole, and wasn't didn't feel like he had little. That 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 depends on on who you ask, because even two of his own children claimed that he was nothing but a puppet for the GOP. I mean, hmm. the guy had Alzheimer's. He had Alzheimer's disease. 
He wasn't all there. I mean, Nancy Reagan was pretty much running the White House there for a while. I mean, I have heard in the second term he had Alzheimer's had taken over pretty pretty heavily there by the towards the end of the second term. I had uh, yeah. I have heard that before that Alzheimer's had taken over pretty heavily, but. I mean, I would have to say I think the Republican Party of Trump has become so radicalized that I would agree. Anything left or anything. Um, but here's the deal. Here's Reagan the deal with that. George so W. Bush, he's voting for Joe Biden. But, I mean, that should tell you where the Republican Michael, Party stands. Well, first of all, first of all, and, and again, here another one for you for this. But. I don't think that Trump represents the Republican Party. I, I don't think he represents the Republican Party. If, uh, if, hold on, hold on. If Trump does not represent the Republican Party, where are the Republicans speaking out against him? George There's W. Been Bush. One. I think they me, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney was the first. You have. Well, I understand that 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 because of the partisan lines and, and have been revoked. But Michael, even in 2016, me and you had this debate because you came out and you were like Rubio and all these people are talking against him because Trump came out. He said, "I'm going to drain the swamp," which I don't. He hasn't done. And and that was one of the fucking things that sold me on Trump was when he came in and he talked about draining the swamp. I was hoping for a fucking that I was hoping that he was going to come in and go, hey, Washington, you fucking congressman, you senators, every one of you, get the fuck out of here. Let's get some new shit in here. Let's fucking do something. It turned out that's not what happened, and I get that. But uh, I don't think that he represents the – I believe that the Republican Party is coming out in support of him to save their own political ass because they realize that he has a support base that can get you in the fucking office that you're in, but you have to go with it. But I think behind closed doors, they're like, fuck this guy, this arrogant motherfucker who is famously known for pure fire. Fuck him. I mean, Tom Cotton and Asa Hutchinson. Right, right. Tom, Tom Cotton and Asa Hutchinson are two prime examples of people that are going right along with him. They love the guy. They support him 100%. And they just follow the party line as far as the Trump GOP. Now, it's are there moderate Republicans out there that hate Trump? A few have come out, just like one or two. Mitch McConnell's one of them. Uh, George W. Bush coming out and actually speaking out against him. That says so much because how many Republicans love George W. Bush? The fact right? that he said he's going to vote for Joe fucking Biden. A Democrat, yeah. a Republican right. president, just said he's going to vote for a Democrat. Right. Let I that mean, for a second. Um, I'm not going to disagree with you. I mean, fuck y'all for looking at me like I'm supposed to defend this guy. <laughs> fuck y'all both. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I don't give a fuck. I'll take death threats all day. Goddamn, I'll jack off to a death threat because that means, motherfucker, you know me. Uh, <laughs> but, like, legit. Because, look, I don't give a fuck. On my podcast, I called out Asa Hutchinson, Clinton, fucking Harmon, you mean a connection, murder, motherfucker. And I said it. I don't give a fuck. But what I'm saying is, first of all, I mean, 
Why don't fucking waste the vote on Joe Biden? He has no chance in hell. They got him. Did you see that? <laughs> oh, it was the wow. Clintons. Oh, I was scared there for, for for you there for a minute, Brad. Um, yeah, no, don't don't say looking, the c word. I am looking forward to. I am looking forward to tomorrow night. It'll be the best sleep ever. Am I? What's tomorrow uh, night? We're gonna go ahead and gloss over that. But I'm gonna ask. <laughs> did he, did he just say he's gonna rub one out while you're on the radio? He may have. Oh, is it over? Well, did I miss something? What I miss? But what I'm what I want to ask though, Sean, I think I think me and you both are right there with each other on how big a deal this is. But Brad, are you glossing over the like? Are you saying that it's not a big deal that George W. Bush is coming out? It's not a big deal that John McCain, before he passed away, came out against Trump. These are the See, that's other things. Hold, hold, hold on. Let, let, let me speak to that real quick. Um, the fact that Trump attacked mm-hmm. a um, war hero, a fucking veteran, a fucking PO, POW, he, he, he viciously attacked him on Twitter. Yes. And, I, don't and, I mean, John McCain. I can honestly say John McCain is the last Republican I ever voted for. Now, I did not like Sarah Palin. I hated her from the get-go. But at that point, I was a conservative. I voted for John McCain. Number one, he was a fucking veteran. I'm a veteran. I had a lot of, you know, it was the brothers in arms type thing. You know who he originally wanted as VP, right, Sean? Legend has that he wanted Lieberman as his VP. Now, if he had picked Lieberman, then he would have won. You think you know? so? But he didn't. He he picked crazy ass Sarah Palin. You know. I don't think Sarah but, cost that election though. No, she did. She's insane. She's verifiably insane. Have, have you listened to her? I will agree. Almost as insane yeah, as Huckabee's daughter. But okay, okay, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. You know what? If you're going to do politics, keep religion out of it. Just, just, just talk about the economy. Talk about jobs. Talk about you know social programs. Talk about things that matter to people. Keep religion to out of it. Keep, 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 keep all the identity politics out of it. Just stop all that nonsense and talk about issues that really help people. I'm gonna puke when I say this, but I mean to 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 his point. 45 does talk a lot about economy and doesn't really bring up much about, you know, religion and all that shit. Minus the fact that he too has fucking protesters. Really? I haven't heard very much about religion come out of Trump's mouth. Uh, he, he, he he sat there with the Bible. He held it up for a press junket. That's about, that's about the one thing that stands out in my mind, though. That he's He done. has Paula Jones... Coming to the White House, she has a position in the fucking White House. She's his spiritual advisor. You know, she, Wait, she doesn't even on. have a real doctrine. You're shit she up actually, on me right now, Sean. Are you serious? No, I'm not. No, no, she doesn't have a real doctrine. She got it from a diploma mill. It's bullshit. No, I'm she, talking she, about it. She, she actually lost the title, a spiritual she, advisor. Yeah, she is in the White House. She is his spiritual advisor. She has a paid fucking job in the White House. 
okay? Yeah, it's bullshit. There's supposed to be a separation of church and state, and, you know, all presidents are guilty of this bullshit, you know, Democrat and Republican. But, I mean, shit, she fucking filed bankruptcy on her church and, and lost millions of dollars over that shit. And now well, they have something oh, in common. Wait. Yeah, she and Trump go hand in hand because they've done the same fucking thing. You know, keep religion out of it. You guys know how I feel about that shit. Fuck that shit. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, the thing is, sorry, sorry. Trump, though, this past weekend, he said another thing. He said at uh, Corona Rally 2020, he said that uh, we are about to see the biggest, uh, the biggest numbers we've ever seen. Of course, you know, Trump, he fucking everything's the biggest, but the biggest numbers we've ever seen. And we're setting records in the, uh, Economy and things like that. I I don't see it. Do either of y'all see it? No. Most economists have said we're not going to recover for at least uh, two years. Once uh, you know jobs start to be created, and it's going to take ten years to actually recreate all the jobs that have been lost during the, the this whole pandemic. Um, now I would, you know, I, I I don't know. I think we overreacted a little bit. You know, okay. I think we close too early. I think that we're doing too much um, as far as the social distancing and everything like that. You know, I, I don't care about the boomers anyway. Fuck them. Let them die. They ruined this country to begin with. Um, but, uh, you know, we did all this bullshit to protect them. For what? They have Social Security. They have fucking retirement. They have fucking pensions. And they're working their damnedest to take all that shit away from fucking Millennials and Generation X. So there you go. Yeah. Go on. That generation will be dead soon, and then we can do what we want. Brad? Sorry. Sorry. I'm being being hateful. I'm not saying fucking fuck the boomers, and he hopes they die. Well, I, I can't. I can't say that. Uh, I can't. I'm, no, I'm being mean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're going to have to start censoring Sean. <laughs> you do. You really fucking do. God damn it. <laughs> Hold up. Do, can we get a GD counter? Can we get a GD counter? Um, if we've got all this technology. Where's the GD counter for Sean Castleberry? Where's the... Where's the motherfucker counter? Damn. Come on, I'm the Samuel L. Jackson of this group. <laughs> oh shit! Superfly TNT, motherfucker. <laughs> well, we know it stands at at least two tonight. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's the Coors Light. <laughs> Coors Light does not sponsor this show, Sean Castleberry. That's true. It does not. <laughs> motherfucker, GD. Yes. <laughs> that's all me. That's all me. God bless. Can Look, you he imagine? Again. He rocked up on one leg and farted again. I feel so I, I, sorry I, I, for your 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 old lady, man. That's fuck fucking you. terrible. I bet that smells like rotten alpo. Can you imagine what the motherfucker in the GD counter is going to sound like on election night when we're on this some bitch for eight hours? Ooh, oh my god! I do, and we're going to do that shit live. First, oh. number one, okay, you don't get to eat 24 hours beforehand, okay? <laughs> no no eggs, no beer, nothing. You start breaking ass like that around me, I'm going to get mad. <laughs> Look, 
I'm going to be burning candles. I'll be burning candles all goddamn night, you fuck. <laughs> but no, Brad, you didn't. You didn't get to comment on this. Do you think that me and Sean are working too too heavily into the fact that uh, that George W. Bush and uh, some prominent Republican families have come out and said that they will not be voting for. Donald Trump, and in effect, he actually, in George W. Bush's case, actually said he will vote for Joe Biden. Are we looking too far into that? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I think you are, and I mean, it's wishful thinking on a lot of people's part, but I don't see where George W. Bush is going to have that much impact on on the voting public that's going to vote for Trump. Uh, Here's how I, here's how about, here's this is a thought process that, that I had a discussion with uh, a friend of ours, as we all know, Danny Williams. Um, I seriously believe that what you're seeing, and this is a thought, this is a thought, you know, but I seriously believe that what we're seeing with the Trump supporters, not me, I can give a shit less, um, but I think a lot of them you're seeing – that in 2008 and 2012, um, there was the the black community felt a sense of empowerment with, with a black president being elected. Um, and then after, and, and there were some divisive things that, that, that Barack Obama said that, that people took as divisive, one being that, um, you know, the Trayvon Martin thing, with the, that could be my son. Very, very uh, divisive statement that, that I almost was like, I don't know if the president should have said that, should have worded that different because that incensed a little bit of, of people. And I'm not saying that it's true. Or, I mean, I'm not saying that it's factual, like 100%. But I think Van Jones said it best, that what you're seeing with the Trump supporters is, is white flag. Um, Holy shit, and, y'all! Real quick, check out your uh, check out your uh, check out the Facebook group. A U.S. soldier. This is being reported by ABC News. A U.S. soldier and an alleged member of a white supremacist group has been accused of a, plotting an attack on his own unit. This is uh, being reported by ABC News. Are you fucking kidding me? This is Ethan Melzer, 22, who faces up to life in prison. Kill that motherfucker. Give that motherfucker the goddamn needle if he is trying to plot against his own unit. That right there is a case for the death penalty. Wow. Um, Jesus. Uh uh, he wow! Uh, he was a traitor against he, the United States. Cordy Melzer allegedly planned a deadly ambush on his fellow soldiers in the service of what prosecutors say a diabolical cocktail of ideologies laced with hate and violence. He joined the army in 2018, and by 2019 had joined a group called O9A, a group that has uh, anarchist, neo-fascist, neo-Nazi, and anti-Semitic beliefs. Uh, the Sinister Tradition Order of the Nine Angels has a skull mask. Um, wow, this this piece of shit. You know, I would first, first off, um, 
I was at Fort Bragg when that one asshole shot everybody. Okay, way back in uh, 1995, I was right down the street, and I heard the gunshots. There were people in my unit there on the fucking field, you know, that, that saw people die. And when you turn on your brothers in arms and you do some bullshit like this, fuck you. Um, Michael's absolutely right. They need to fucking kill this asshole because you don't do that. And he's he's got a fucking red beret. That means he's in the god. He's he's airborne just like I was. Fuck that motherfucker. It looks like he was at Fort Bragg. Piece of shit. Wow. Yeah. Um. It was I believe me off. Last month he used an encrypted message app to solicit assistance for a mass casualty attack on his U.S. Army unit once it deployed to Turkey, as well as sent confidential information about the unit. Court records said, this motherfucking cocksucker needs the needle. No fucking trial, no fucking nothing. He needs to be put down tonight. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that may be the... No, that's not fucking... Brad, what's your thoughts on this? You've kind of remained silent. I was just reading a little bit... Um... I mean, no, I mean, no, these guys don't, his own platoon and stuff don't deserve that shit. Uh, I believe that he should be brought up on, you know, the highest penalty that you can receive. I mean, I'm not going to deny that. Even though, you know, my thoughts on the military system in general are different. That's bullshit. Um, You don't take it out on the, you don't take it out on the workers, you take it out on the fucking company itself. And, and and I mean, when I say company, not in regards to what military people consider company. I mean, in figurative speaking, you don't take it out on, on, on Amazon as, as an Amazon. As, you know, you don't take it out on the workers that are busting their ass for Amazon. You fucking hit Amazon uh, when you don't agree with them. But these innocent guys that are out there fighting for their, for what they believe in, and this bastard is, is, is doing that now. I mean, that's bullshit. Um you know, I don't know, man. It's just all I what know is that twenty twenty is, is fucked. Twenty twenty is fucked. Let's be honest. A fucking white supremacist. Now, in now to fuck- be fair, that was going that that was going on while I was in the military too. Um, yeah, there was a point. There was a point um, when. That attack happened. There were some other things that happened at Fort Bragg, and we literally had to stand in front of our chain of command and show all the tattoos that we have and explain whether we were white supremacists. What, what, what does this tattoo mean? You know, I got, a, I got a tattoo here. I got this one here. I got one on my back. And, you know, you had to stand there and explain all this shit. You know, what does that mean to you? You know, does, it, does that have any kind of racial, you know, incantations or anything like that? And – you know, they did it for a reason because there are a lot of fucking skinheads in the military back then. This was back from 91 to 96 when I was at Fort Bragg. Uh, when I went to Hawaii, it wasn't that bad at all. Everybody was chilled out smoking weed and drinking, you know. Um, oh, did I say that out loud? Sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah, there were a lot of white supremacist skinheads and shit like that. And I'm sure it's pretty prevalent today. But there was also some guys that were in the fucking Nation of Islam, too, you know. So it went both ways. 
there were a lot of extremists, you know, there, I, I don't know how many Muslims that there were. Maybe there were some extremists then too. I didn't know that many, just a couple, but you know, uh, God, it's just, man, I hate this dude. He's got me so frustrated thinking about this shit right now, especially that he was airborne. Fuck that guy. Quit farting. Yeah. I'm not farting, jackass. With that being said, I mean, we've got a few minutes left before we uh, wrap things up here. we got about 30 minutes left. I know there was one story we didn't uh, catch that I, I just thought of because I saw the logo for Tyson's Chicken. But uh, I hear Trump's got a new problem with China. Uh, and it's the fact, and Asa Hutchinson actually came out and was briefing the state on this as well. Apparently, they are now turning away Tyson's chicken and uh, poultry from the U.S. because of COVID-19. Have you guys heard anything about this? I had not. Yeah. Yes, that came out on NPR this morning. I was listening about that. China's turning away chicken, so that's going to hurt our industry, especially in Arkansas because we have the Tyson plants. And, uh, you know, it's a dick move on China's part because they started the shit, I guess. You want to call it Kung Flu or whatever. Um, But... Yeah, that's going to hurt. You know, it's more winning. Yeah, here we are. America's winning. We're winning. Winning big. Um, Bigly. Yeah. Dude, we just – we. I want this election to fucking happen. I want it over with. I want somebody else in there. Let them try to fix this shit because this is a fucking How match. Much How much longer? Honestly. Four more months? Four more years. I mean, get used to it. It's going to happen. I I will have to say this much. If they if, if the numbers, and once again, the truth probably lies somewhere in the middle, but I think if the numbers are as low as what the media is projecting or even close to what the media was projecting for his rally Saturday, his first rally in years where people were busing in from out of state just to get there, I feel like his base may not be as fired up as what they were in 2016. Apparently, he was reporting over, I think, 10,000 to 20,000 people were in attendance at the BOK Center there in Tulsa. And the actual figure reported by the media was somewhere around 6,500. That's a pretty big disparity and quite telling to me that after almost 100 days without speaking in front of a crowd, that's all he could draw. Well, yeah, now, was, was it a was it a matter of they they weren't enthused, or was it a matter that there may have been a fear of this virus that's out there right now, the COVID nineteen? We don't know. Um, These are the same people who, before the church, were protesting without any problems. So I don't think that's what it was. Maybe they were scared they were going to get. Well, no, but there's a no, but there's a difference. There's a difference when you make the statement about they were protesting without any problem. There's a difference there. There was a with weapon There was a higher passion. Are we gonna fucking go bonus? I don't give a shit. There was a higher passion for the protest at this point. Where you're gonna see the numbers is gonna be in November when the election occurs. That's where you're gonna see the numbers. And I don't know. Um, we're going to get a, four more years. I don't think that Biden has what it takes to beat Trump. I really don't. 
you know, Klobuchar oh, no. came out and said that he needed to to tab a African American female for his vice president. Um, and Who's be honest, I'll say it now. I'll say it now. I don't want Biden in the White House, but the ticket to winning for Joe Biden to win is for there to be that surge in the voting populace that came out for Barack Obama. That, that's where the numbers have to be. They have to be there. Uh, because Trump supporters are going to come out strong. They're going to come out strong. And, I mean, whether you like it or not, it's a fucking fact. So Let's the question honest. I have, though, Shaw, or Brad, is he pulled, like they said multiple times, the night of 2016 in the election, and we're in bonus uh, content actually now on uh, Blog Talk. Yeah. So what we're actually going to do is, I'm going to go ahead and end the episode on Blog Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to us on Blog Talk, go ahead and go on over to our...